testing, testing. Oh, can I get a drink? Oh, yes, please, actually. Where so far, the ghosts have murdered only seven people. <laughs> so won't you come and make it eight? Hello and welcome to the What's On podcast where we talk about films and we discuss films and we review films. I'm Billy Ray. I'm Ellie. I'm John. <laughs> and today we're going to be discussing our latest cinema adventure. We saw The Nun. Well, two, um, two thirds of us saw The Nun. Yeah. Uh, Tom did not see The Nun, but he'll, we'll catch him up. Yes. Tom has seen horror films. I, I have seen horror films. So yeah, he, he gets the gist. I've got the basic plot summary as always. Awesome. So, Tom, here's what happens in The Nun. Right? (laughs) Here's what happens in The Nun. So, in an old castle in Romania, two nuns approach a door that says, God ends here in Latin, but it's subtitled. So, Nun 1 opens said door and enters. A scream later, Nun 1 crawls out of the doorway, all bloody, and hands hands a key to Nun 2, telling her she knows what she must do. Nun 2 says, I can't! To which Nun 1 replies, then not even God can help. And then she gets dragged into the darkness. Not even God can help. Yeah. What kind she gets of like a, away. not even God can... It's like, like, okay, then okay. not even God can... <laughs> yeah. So she gets dragged into the darkness. Mm-hmm. And then Nun 2 takes the key and runs to her room where she jumps out of the window with a noose around her neck. That's how the film starts. It's very savage. Yeah, it's pretty pleasant. Gives you an idea of what you're in for. So... Nun 2's hanging body is discovered by a man called Frenchie. He's the delivery guy. He delivers the nuns, the, his, you know, stuff. He's also French. And they call him French. French-Canadian, actually, French which Canadian. is part of the joke, funnily enough. <laughs> yeah. that, what is a Frenchman doing here? And he's like, actually, I'm French-Canadian. He's also quite handsome, and he spends the whole film trying to French one of the main characters, funny enough. He's also trying to be a nun. He's trying to be a nun. No, no she's no, no. trying oh, to be oh, a nun. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So... A group of priests at Vatican City send a priest called Father Burke to investigate the nun's suicide. <laughs> I laughed at that as well. He's a bit of a Burke. Um, <laughs> alongside a nun called Sister Irene. She hasn't taken her vows yet, and she's young. This is the one that Frenchie's trying to like hit on. He's trying to French her. Yeah, that's the one Frenchie's trying to French. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all very, it's all very good and mm. very deep. Yes. Mm. So Father Burke and Sister Irene meet Frenchie who takes them to the castle where he found the body. In the castle, a fully covered nun dressed all in black tells them they can stay in a nearby convent. So they set up for the night and Frenchie leaves. Because he ain't got no business there now. Um, The next day, a nun tells Irene that in the Dark Ages, a duke obsessed with the occult tried to summon a demon in the catacombs. But he was stopped by the noblemen using an artifact containing the blood of Christ. I thought this was quite funny. A bunch of... Like, a bunch of noblemen just running with their swords and stuff. It's like, oh my god, it's the Christians! Was that, like, Knights Templar outfit? Oh, like the Red Crosses yeah. and, mm. the and the white helmets shields. and, yeah. yeah. So they've got this artifact with the blood of Christ, and that's how they stop the demon from coming out. They close sort of the rift. Yeah. So then... Like Dragon Age. Yeah, that I got really yes. excited then. I was like, yes! <laughs> so then, during World War Two, um, there's a bombing... And this causes the gateway to reopen and unleash the demon Valak from, um, the, you might know from the Conjuring. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, So in order to keep the demon at bay, the nuns must keep praying constantly. They take it in shifts to pray in the abbey. But the demon is growing stronger every day, and the nuns need Father Burke and Sister Irene's help to stop it. And that is the basic plot summary. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we can go more in depth and in detail, as yeah. we, we shall. Now, I am not the biggest fan of horror films 
because I don't like to be scared. I didn't get that vibe from you. I just didn't. I, you do, <laughs> <laughs> there was a moment we were watching the adverts and I forgot we were seeing a scary film. I was just so excited that we were at the cinema. I'm like, yeah, all the adverts. And it's like, now it's time to sit back, relax. The best part is beginning. And I remember turning to you and taking my scarf up to my face and going, I don't know why we're here. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I don't want to do this. You specifically said, like, Tom's the one that wanted to see it. Why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> you did. But it was, I actually, okay, I, I did enjoy the film. Mm-hmm. I have, I did have a night when I got back where I was a bit booked out by my hallway yeah you were terrified by the hallway i was absolutely terrified i couldn't i wouldn't walk in it by myself or without the line. i actually wrote a note on that i can't look down a dark hallway the same mm-hmm. the same way ever again mm-hmm. so the film did its job mm-hmm. it was very creepy. yeah <laughs> there's there's so many shots just set down these really dark corridors where they're very they're only very light very lightly lit lightly lit they're very, very dimly, they're very dim, dimly. dimly lit. They're very dark. And you can only just make out parts of the nun's face. So you just see this pale face with these yellow eyes coming towards you. And it was just yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. And with the music and things that people say and do over the top, like that was what particularly actually made me get hairs on the back of my neck was when at one point in the film, the sister Irene and uh, the Burke priest, or the yeah. father, father Burke, um, <laughs> They have to splinter off because the the convent is cloistered. No men are allowed to pass through the gates, and um, and she's in her room and she can hear the women praying. And she's walking around. And she finds all the nuns praying together in the abbey, and she can see a giant shadow, and it moves across the walls towards her. And she's out. She's petrified. She can't even move. And she sees it kind of like shrinking down next to her and walk across the mirror and she looks into the mirror and it walks behind her and she, she turns around. There are no nuns. There is no shadow. She's alone in the in the chapel. And then she turns behind her and the nun jumps for her through the mirror as the cross falls down behind her. And it's all... Oh. Wah! <laughs> I forgot about that. That was well creepy. It was. When, when the, with whatever they did with the women as nuns all together, I found truly terrifying and very disturbing. So like, you, found, you found it disturbing when all the nuns were together? Oh, yeah. Always. Except when, obviously, there wasn't... That interests me, considering that you grew up in a religious family. So mm. you find, like, organize, a, a group of organised religious people <laughs> no it's the fact that they were possessed they weren't there it's oh, there, and they oh, were so when, shadowed and cloaked and... oh I see the, the image of all the nuns when they're scary looking yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. when they're yeah. safe and fine it's great like I felt so sorry for them I, I want to get at some point really talk in depth about when they're all praying together properly mm. like you know for their lives that for me was quite touching like <gasps> this is ah oh, yeah, scary mm. yes bless them <laughs> Pun, in, pun was not pun. intended. I intend the pun. <laughs> Stand by your puns. Yeah, I think some of the best parts of the film are when you can't quite see the nun when she's in the distance, she's down the corridors, or you just see um, her reflection in windows and such. Because mm-hmm. um, that's when monsters and stuff in horror films are at their best. You know, when you can't really make them out properly. That you know, it's the the fear of the unknown, isn't it? Yeah. Because um, when you do see this demon nun up close I didn't find her that scary like you know at the end when she's 
trying to strangle Irene. Mm -hmm. And you just see this smiling, sharp, toothed face with the yellow yellow eyes. In the grey skin. Yeah, it's quite creepy. But it kind of, I find it more reminiscent of old campy films like The Evil Dead. Yeah. Like, I could just imagine her stabbing someone in the ankles of a pencil and just like, (laughs) you know. Yeah, I, I, I do agree. I was more frightened of her when she wasn't physically touching anybody or she was but like in a weird kind of grudge way you know like you're lying down and her hands are all over your face kind of in more in a ghostly way than when she was actually physically in her face like smiling at her it was just like all right you're just a crazy lady just attacking me it was it, i wasn't as frightened it was far more frightening when she was cloaked and dark and the eyes it was the it was the yellow eyes through the dark that you, was you can just see them just in the distance. Just see them, and it was because it wasn't like a cat where you're like, "Bang, here I am." It was, it was just, just barely. You know, it's, it's enough to when you know you're being watched before you've seen them. Yeah, it's like you can barely make out that they're yellow, but you know they're yellow. You know they're yellow. You can, you can tell. Yeah, something I actually both Billy and I had a big problem with, and I know it's the whole horror trope of "don't go in there" sort of thing. <laughs> oh, God. But when they first get to the Abbey and they kind of actually kind of break in to the Abbey initially to get in, um, they meet the abbess who they don't see at all. She is completely cloaked. You don't see her face. Sister Irene goes, hello, like we've come to investigate, you know, the recent hanging outside your door that you have not actually dealt with because Frenchie found her all eaten and pecked at by the birds. So she's like, this, you know, someone's been hanging outside your door. What's <laughs> going on? Um, and she's all like, I'm creepy and you shouldn't definitely not trust me sort of tone. She's all covered in black. She's got, well, well, she's she, got she, black is, veil. she is an abbess it's... and they're trying to be as, you know... Re- uh, oh, is that a thing respect- then? Yeah, I, yeah. I see. Okay. Like, that's the fact that they couldn't go in that night. Do you remember? Because she was like, oh, you can't come in because we are having our silence because they don't speak from... The nuns don't speak from sundown to sun up as a sign of respect to God. So she she was like but you can stay in this room that we have and they're in the like convent. in the convent yeah. and they're like okay yep yeah, no problem creepy nun we'll definitely stay in this 100% haunted place like <laughs> it was just she was so creepy and even they what they were like looking at each other really disturbed like what what do we do and she was almost she was kind of denying and then not denying that, that she knew there was a girl hanging outside her door and it was it was it was very bizarre they were clearly disturbed by her and they were like yeah that's fine we'll stay there night and it's just like yeah. no i think you should leave and come back tomorrow <laughs> like, as an as an audience member you know that there's something up with this nun but if this if this was real life she would just sound like a really disrespectful cow this nun she's like I, she she just had this attitude of like i really don't give a shit that there's a nun hanging outside we're just trying to pray here mm. <laughs> as soon as i realized there were people in the in the abbey as soon as i realized that there were nuns i i thought okay they're all possessed when i saw the abbess i was like she is not who this demon is you know this this place is dark and evil they know this you know it's when they found the body as well and Frenchie's poor Frenchie's like because he found the woman's body hanging he takes it to the cellar where he's been going to drop off the supplies and there's a door where the nuns come in after he's gone so that they never see him and he left her lying down and when he goes to show them where he put her she's sitting up yeah it's a it's a freezer room 
Yeah. Like, where he leaves all the supplies. Oh, yeah. that was well creepy. That was really creepy. He's just like, that. this is the nun that I found hanging. Yeah. But before I go, I'll just let you know that she was lying down when I left her. But Bye. <laughs> he was a really good actor for it, though, because I noticed as they came down the stairs, even the music, everything was fine, as in, you know, this is where I put her. We're, te- we're carrying on the investigation sort of music. And Frenchie's the only one who stops, and he's kind of almost speechless. And that's when Father Burke turns around, and he's like, okay, I'm going to go in. And he's like, before you go in, there's something like, definitely have to tell you right yeah yeah because <laughs> he's already been telling him like the the neighborhood everything terrible things have been happening around like there is a, there's something evil in that castle all the locals we spit because it's it's it, it, good luck um to not have the demons around you it's in fucking romania well like, that's in romania they say santa carta or something it was like it was called this this i'm glad you remember because i don't know <laughs> santa carta abbey or something but I, I don't remember where in romania but it was it was kind of farm very rural romania because obviously like transylvania is in romania it wasn't like that that. it wasn't like that at all it was just in romania Uh, i get what you mean about the creepy nun it it felt more like a cult than a nunnery yes um (laughs) it it was more of a cult kind of atmosphere which is really really creepy and and you don't want the others to get sucked into it and there was some there were some things as well again just pulling the horror apart where you think okay so you can do these amazing things like throwing them across a wall and there was at one point where father burke is uh, upset because he like got into an exorcism with a little boy who died didn't he and yeah, it kind in the of past, yeah. yeah and it kind of haunts him and the the was it valak the demon yeah valak valak yeah. yeah he kind of picks up on this and starts haunting father burke with this imagery of this boy um and he chases him out into the graveyard again it's just a bit like for fuck's sake guys come on like you know he's dead and you're following him they they would <laughs> they would do things like i'm gonna go down this tunnel and i'm when suddenly the radio would turn on and a, a light would flicker and they'd go oh i'll go do that instead and it's like well clearly that demon doesn't want you to go that way so why don't you just go that way and ignore whatever the fuck they're doing because all they're doing is fucking with your head but anyway let's <laughs> ignore that um <laughs> <laughs> so Valak is disguised as a little boy he's, he's, he follows the little boy out into the graveyard and he ends up in the coffin doesn't he she pushes the nun he becomes the nun and the nun pushes him into a coffin that then falls into a grave and is just immediately covered with, with grass and everything um, which refers back to when he was telling Irene earlier because she was holding a little bell and he was like oh it's for dead ringers you know when you're in Victorian era and, yeah yeah I know about the ringers yeah and yeah and you think so you can do things like that but you can't just throw Sister Irene off a balcony when literally no one else is there. Just throw her off a balcony onto a stone floor. Done. That was that was something. It's kind of like he just made him appear in the ground. In the, in the co- he was just one minute he was in on the earth and the next he was in it. Yeah, you didn't even see like the the mud go in. You mm-hmm. just cut to a shot of him inside the coffin, and then it zooms out and it's. there's grass on it and everything which obviously really disturbs sister Irene because she can hear the bell in the night so she comes out looking for him um, and she's digging with the spade and she's like that yeah she she has visions Mm. right you go for it so she can see things she's like psychic or something kind of like um, you've seen the conjuring right yeah kind of like Lorraine Warren and how she's a bit of a she's a medium yeah so uh, sister Irene sees things and I think she said when she was little they thought she was crazy or something. There's some sort of backstory there, which I have somewhat forgotten. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so she sees that he's in this grave. Because the demon's trying to taunt her by re- making all of the bells ring. Right. 
and then she just like uses her vision to find the right one. She uses her Assassin's Creed Eagle vision. Yeah, to she, see through she the uses ground. like her Tomb Raider survival instincts. <laughs> she's just like, aha. It's either she's she's psychic or it's sort of implied that she she was praying to God. She was she kind of relaxed and it was like she was asking God to tell her which is the right bell, and she found it because that's what the whole premise is. It's God versus this demon. Yeah. Yeah. But God can apparently only use people through... Evidently, the yeah. Almighty is not very powerful. Yeah, how can you yeah. have a door in a chapel, in just you know casually in Romania, that's like, God ends here. Yeah, this there is, is no God in this This is uh, in the 1950s. No. God get, God had given up quite a, lot, quite a while ago. <laughs> yeah, that was still the Dark Ages. <laughs> so much for everywhere. Even uh, fucking Santa is in that place, but not God. <laughs> <laughs> they have Christmas there. They have no God, though. <laughs> what was for you what was the the most frightening part oh well that's a question um part of me part of the bias part of me has to say the bit with snakes in it because mm-hmm. whenever there was a snake i was like oh i'm done i'm out mm-hmm. you know like snakes I hate snakes i should get a snake no you should not get a snake you'll never see me again we should watch snakes on a plane <laughs> no we should not watch <laughs> snakes on a plane <laughs> but in all honesty it's m- more likely just any shot where Valak is just it looking like a nun coming up a dark hallway. Mm. Even at the beginning of the film, before sis, one of the, the nuns jumps out the window mm. and she turns around and she just like sees her coming up the corridor and she's like, oh no! Mate, sounds um, very atmospheric. It's very um, atmospheric, yeah. yeah. It gets that right. Yeah. Um, is it by the same director as The Conjuring? I must look this up because he's brilliant. Talk amongst yourselves, class. What's the film called? Oh yeah, the nun. <laughs> What's the film called? <laughs> did you genuinely ask that? I did. I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, it's not The Conjuring. Oh, it's got a five point eight out of ten on IMDb. Who's the director? It's not the same director. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, um, Evelyn's played by Ty. I think it's is it Tysa? Tysa Farmiga. The uh, the girl from American, American Horror Story. Yeah, she's very it's good. Like Tassia Farminger or something. No, T A I S S A. It is a very strange name. Tysa or Tysa. She's very good in this film. She's quite a good actress. I have to say, the acting in this film is really good. Yeah, I thought all of the performances were very good, which I was really surprised by because it's a horror film. Yeah, it's they're normally shit. They are normally absolutely terrible. There is. A twist in it so spoiler alert that is something i would like to talk about that genuinely caught you and me off guard like yeah. oh my god it was like this nice little twist i was like oh mm. that was a, a bit of a hair raising moment mm. do you want to talk so, about it yeah sure um i'll start us off with that one so mm. so this is during the middle of the film father burke is in the yeah he's he's in a different part of the chapel he's in the church yeah he's um, in like a church bit he's doing his research on um demons and things like that because um when he got out of the grave he found some books in the grave Mm -hmm. like he got out of the coffin and there was a skeleton and some books in the coffin suddenly but anyway he's doing his research down there while sister irene is in goes to the abbey and all of these nuns rush in and they're like, we must pray, we must pray. Face forward and pray. Whatever you do, don't don't stop praying. So they all sit down and they form around her and they all start praying. And then suddenly, like, they they all get, like, thrown all over the place by, well, Valak, you don't see Valak, but they, they just get, like, thrown everywhere. Mm. And um, she gets her back part of her cloth torn off and it draws this 
it cuts um, a pentagram into, into her back as she's as she's still praying. And yeah, the music's building. Everything's getting really intense. Mm. It's attacking them. And then um, you hear the door knock. So she goes to open the door to let Father Burke and Frenchian, who has come back, and um, he's like, "What's going on?" And she was like, "Me and the other nuns were just praying." And she turns around, and there are no nuns in the room. The room is completely empty. And she was like, oh, they were here. They were right here. We were praying together. And then she goes up to the dead body of this nun who had just recently died in the film. And she pulls the cloth back, and it's this really, like, old, rotten corpse. It's been dead for years. And as it turns out, this castle has been empty for years. All the nuns are dead. She's just been seeing their spirits because she's a medium. Right. So... And these nuns have just been in spiritual form praying to keep the demon down, but naturally, that's probably why it's been getting so strong because There's not they're dead. So there, yeah. and their the... their prayers probably don't have too much um, validity. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, real strength. Yeah, I think what was it was then revealed as well is that the sister who had hung herself, the reason she had done that is because in order to leave, Valak has to possess a live human. So she killed herself because nobody else was around for miles. She yeah. was the last person left. So right. throw back to the beginning of the film when she when Nun One says, mm. "You know what you must do," and Nun Two says, "I can't." That's because Nun Two has to kill herself, which is a which is a mortal sin. sin. So, so that's, she doesn't uh, go to heaven. No, she will because it's a sacrifice, I don't and know. they gave her a proper burial. I don't know, but right from the get go, I was like, that, that, "That's deep." <laughs> got, that is quite deep. But if I can't, I do you know if. It, You'd have to see that as a sacrifice. You'd have to. Yeah, but you would only know that it was a sacrifice if you were actually present in that situation. Otherwise, from the outside looking in. I guess, yeah, it's all a God's judgment. So, yeah, I guess you're right, you're right. But for everybody else, it looks like she's just committed suicide and she's not going to heaven. Yeah. Throughout the rest of the film, I was thinking, like, is she going to go to heaven? Mm. I don't know. Mm. Because it depends what. Is it Old Testament God or is it New Testament God? What's going on? I don't know. Is there a Third Testament now? I mean, we know that she didn't go to heaven or hell for ages because mm. all the nuns are spirits in mm. the castle still praying trying to keep the demon down yeah i was finding the film very very frightening as well right up until the part where the demon decides to play with frenchie as he's sort of leaving the priest and the nun to kind of just be like right you do your investigation i'll be back in three days and he uses the body of the nun that he found and it's very walking dead and it was in that moment suddenly that I was just like okay I'm not frightened anymore I can make fun of this like this is a funny film I was okay after that there were still moments because it's a very jumpy film and as you know I don't do very well with jumps I can't help it the blood just spikes through my body I was I was pulling I was pulling myself into the uh, chair I was pulling myself into Billy and still I jerked I knew it was coming every time I gave it away for you I must have you you, you were like oh maybe it's fine and then suddenly I start leaning into you like what the fuck's going on and suddenly there's a jump you're like oh there was a jump scare I get it I know what you mean because after they bury the dead nun whose body he found <laughs> he starts seeing her walking around the graveyard so naturally he follows her around as you do in horror films yes yeah yeah because why wouldn't you in this thick fog Cough. this yeah. very atmospheric thick fog <laughs> and then like he um this body just suddenly drops down from a tree and it's hanging that was quite scary mm. but then he falls down and the body drops onto him and it just like 
it does that, can that, I make the that noise? campy Evil Dead thing. Yeah. Can I make the noise? It's the... Oh, yeah. Very Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do not find zombies scary. Like, <laughs> not not slow. Not not after this whole Walking Dead thing. I used to, in the beginning of Walking Dead, I was terrified. But this now it's like just like, they're just... In, yeah, they're more like vermin. And it's the one thing, part of thing that they can kill. It's the one thing that they know if they just smash its head, it will be it will be stopped. Everything else is really fucked up and, you know, shadows on the walls. But zombies, that's fine. Just give it a good kicking in the head and it's done. Yeah. I feel, for, for me personally, there was too many jump scares. Yeah. Which didn't make me jump because I didn't jump that easy at horror films, but... Sorry to go back to the, the Frenchie thing. Yeah. What I actually really like about Frenchie is that he's a comedic character because after all that happened, he did smash the head in and everything was fine. He realises that he's okay as long as he's among all the graveyard... Uh, all this... Um, uh, <clears throat> crosses. Crosses, thank you, that were like cemetery heads and also keeping the demon in because obviously he can't touch with the cross so he just pulls one out of the ground and walks to the pub. <laughs> and he's sitting there in the pub like just holding this giant cross. Fucking and hell. Yeah, he was a bit of a comedic character, and I really liked that. The bartender that. pours him a drink and just looks at the cross and then looks at Frenchie, and he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about the characters. Let's talk about Frenchie first. Okay. He's he's cool. He's quite funny. Mm-hmm. He was nice, a little bit of com- comic relief there. Yeah, he was quite funny. He spends the whole film uh, pretty much obsessing over Irene, saying, mm-hmm. oh, it's such a shame that you're going to be taking your vow soon. Oh, but you haven't taken them yet. Mm-hmm. All right, oh, little creepy. Bow, chicken, wow, wow. And... Yeah, he's quite funny, but he's also really sweet because um, he said that he found it. He thought it'd be disrespectful to leave the nun's body there, so he put it in the freezer room, and then said that we should give it a proper burial. So he's quite a nice guy, mm. even if he is a little bit of a fuckboy throughout most of the film. He is a fuckboy, and then he gets fucked. But we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I think the weakest character out of the main three is Father Burke. I completely agree. Like, he does have some nice backstory, which does give him some character. You know, like, he tried to perform an exorcism on a boy, and the boy died during it. Mm. So he has he has some moments, but after, his, after halfway through the film, he just seems to become a bit useless. He, yeah, he does. And also, but what I also liked about him was that he could keep his accent going. Yes. Whereas, um... <laughs> the girl who plays sister Irene I don't know if she was trying to play somebody British or somebody American it just kept kind of or she a flip flopper is it like she's... listening to Sophie Turner try and be Jean Grey yeah, yeah. that's bad it, it was, was bad. Um, some sort of American accent um, I can't pinpoint what part because I'm not good at that um, her character was pretty decent though mm. um, she showed that she was a very religious person obviously because she's going to become a nun but she's quite progressive. Um, at the start of the film, she's teaching kids about dinosaurs and such. So she's quite a progressive nun. That's what the thing with the visions is. Um, she doesn't know if her visions are part of a mental illness that she should medicate with science or a God telling her something. Because after any kind of vision that she has, she always hears the words, Mary points the way, which actually ends up helping them later on. And that's what she was talking about with the boy because it's 1952. There is medication now, and he was talking about how he'd recently exercised this boy, and he was like, "I don't know if I jumped the gun because he died from this exorcism. I don't know if I jumped the gun and should have maybe said, well, maybe this is a medical thing, or, or if he really was possessed.'" Mm. Yeah, lots of questions of science versus religion yeah. because of the time period. Obviously, it's in the 50s. And then yeah, it's and very so much. much discussions of the hour. Mm. Mm. But Sister Irene gets a full character arc because at the end of the film she establishes that she finally believes 
that it is a gift from God mm. because everything that led up to this point has helped her defeat the nun and her visions have obviously you know helped out so she completes her arc Father Burke doesn't quite really do anything <laughs> no he gets into a fight gets thrown out of a room and then he leaves with them at the end mm-hmm. nothing really happens with him mm. poor Frenchie I feel very bad for Frenchie. There was a very confusing ending for us, if you want to have a chat about it at all. Yeah, or... I've got that written down. The ending was not great. Yeah, so... Well, it was it was nice, but I feel like they rushed it. Yeah, I just don't, under- I don't it's, understand. It's like, it's, it's like if someone... It's like they didn't proofread their script. It didn't make any sense. So they managed to get the... Through the whole Mary Points of the Way, they managed to basically crack a code of how to get the relic back that can seal the rift uh, the blood of christ a uh, tussle happens um she becomes possessed it's actually very quite frightening they go down into the cellar where they know that this monster has been living trying to find the rift and she walks in and there are the candles light up around her and she realizes she's standing in a pentagram and she becomes possessed um but there are lots of other nuns as well or women at least who have bloody sacks all over their heads just standing around in a kind of organized chaos if you know what i mean kind mm. of like a, a Flash crowd, what are they called? Flash mob. Flash mob. Yeah, while she's possessed, she's kind of floating around in this pentagram, um, Frenchie comes in to save her, and it's just deathly silent, and there's all of these women, and he has to manoeuvre himself around him, and every now and again you just hear a crack as one of their heads like turns to look at him, and it's all blooded where the, the sack is over her head. And then they all move around, and then she is just floating, and then he like goes to her, and then the nun attacks him, and it's all very frightening. He, she go really goes for him and like cracks him down on the ground and we assume at this point he is dead because my god he's even got a snake in his mouth again yeah. fun fun part for for Billy um, <laughs> and there's a moment where they're in the water and she is drowning sister Irene who has got the relic in her hand and then she takes the relic from her the nun takes the relic from her while she assumes she's dead looks and the blood is gone she looks at sister Irene who is now surfaced and sister Irene spits the blood in her mouth we have a problem with the fact of how the fact this doesn't make any sense because she was drowning how did she get the blood in her mouth while she's drowning like this like 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 a cross you know with her hands out how how do you it would have had to have been in her hand in her mouth mouth for a while if you got the blood out of the artifact while you were drowning it would you're underwater yeah, it would yeah. Mix with the water. and they, you, they you even would have to but it was pure blood that comes out of her mouth i was like what yeah. is going on they even made a point of it so they spit it in her they, she spits it in her face the nun starts to hiss and pull away a drop a drop falls in the water the water just turns immediately and it spreads like red and it all just got sucking back into the rift and so does she um, and you think, oh, everything's fine. Frenchie is also alive. Great. Yeah, um, and then they're, so they're all on a cart they're on the way back to where the, the land of America. Yeah, they're, they're going home. Um, and he Frenchie scratches his left shoulder, and where you see him scratching, you see an upside-down cross, which is very much a sign that he has been possessed by this demon. Now, is the fucking rift closed and this demon inside it, or is it on this plane? Which yeah. one? Because the film specifically what? showed Valak gets sucked back into the rift. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be a, pre- a prequel to the other films, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, that's right. So so they shouldn't have showed Valak getting sucked into the rift. Yeah. It doesn't make any it, sense. That's the bit that doesn't make any sense to us. I understand. Maybe it was a hallucination. Maybe. Mm. What they should have really done, because what happens is, Valak and Frenchie have a fight after mm. Valak throws Irene out of the room. Mm. So he could have come out saying that he won the fight and then they could have left thinking it's all good. 
and then you'd be like, oh shit, he's possessed. But we saw Valak go into the portal, so it's yeah. like you've you've just given us like two different endings, and you haven't decided which one to go with. So you've just gone with both. Yeah, the yeah. rift see- thing seemed very much like you Finalized. and anything that you had touched now is gone, kind of thing. You you know, it would break a spell, kind of pulling. Do you see what I mean? So that I found really confusing. It was really strange. I remember when I was watching, I was thinking, but Valak's in the Conjuring. How can it be in the Rift? What's going Mm. on? But Mm. yeah, it was a very confusing ending. Maybe someone can, maybe someone who's smarter than me can like (laughs) clarify this. Yeah, (laughs) please. We need help. We need answers. Help me. (laughs) I don't get it. But it, it, it was quite creepy. And it's just that, again, it's that bit with the chamber with the nuns and she's so frightened because the only nun that's told her about all the history of this, uh, uh, Sister O'Hara, uh, ha, ha, O'Hara or... O, something like that. Something, yeah. uh, Ho'Hara or something like that. Um, she's the one who has died. with When you pull back the white cloth, originally when she's hallucinating all these women, um, she's young, but she's freshly killed and she's got blood that has she's clearly cried and she has held this cross so tightly to her body she's almost stabbed it inside of her and her hands are bloody you can feel fear on this corpse and they another sister who had originally been praying because they have perpetual praying to stop the to keep the evil back so everybody does it she had almost interrupted one of the sisters doing this and one of this sister who has now died stopped her so the original nun who was praying comes to her and she's like genuinely terrified going, you know, do whatever you do, whatever you hear, whatever you feel, whatever it does to you, do not stop praying with all of us. You must keep praying. And it, it that part for me, I think, was one of the most frightening because I had a very genuine sense of we are all in danger. <laughs> yeah. And I also felt really bad for the women because they provide a sense of they'd been doing this every night that the women had been gathering together in this hall and praying like that for their lives every single night when they were alive right, to yeah, do yeah. that I mean we didn't know they were all dead so as far as we were aware they've been praying for like a really long time yeah <laughs> like so night, days and days and days yeah and then when you pull it back again and she's old and shriveled and you're like oh my god and I being very stupid and tired was like wait so has she been praying for like 30 years or something and, <laughs> like I don't get it and that's also it. Earlier on, the nun had said that had been nice to her. Was saying, Sister Victoria or whoever the lady was who hung herself, she was the most faithful of us all. She would pray the longest and do this, that, and the other. I can't believe she would do that to herself, sort of thing. And then you realise she was the sister to hold out the longest. Yeah, um, it was really deep. They'd gone through some shit. The film displayed that really nicely yeah and they all seem genuinely frightened like they've been fighting for a long time to try and keep this demon at bay yeah and one by one they've just gone down mm. right well it got the better of them what i liked as well is that they didn't put a bunch of monks or priests and reverends and fathers on top of that evil they put women um, i'm just gonna put that out there i thought that was quite nice and interesting mm. that sort of it was the, they were the gatekeepers of this hell <laughs> yeah, I mean, they all died, but they were a group of really strong women. They kept this demon at bay for a really long time. Mm. Even in their death, mm. they're still doing it. They were on top of that. But their somewhat. spirits are still praying at yeah, this place. Yeah, still it's... trying to save it. Uh, have you seen The Conjuring 1 and 2, Ellie? No, I have not. Oh, okay. I was just about to ask you how you think it works as a prequel. <laughs> I have seen parts of The Conjuring 1 and 2, enough to actually put the story together. Yeah. By the sounds of the ending... It's very fucking confusing. 
Yeah. Well, the ending Absolutely. is very confusing, Absolutely. but the Absolutely. very the very last end scene is uh, a clip taken directly from the first Conjuring film, where um, Ed and Lorraine Warren are at a university teaching about you know what they do and the exorcism and stuff. I don't know if you remember this part. Mm. And then it's a vi- they show a video clip of them doing an exorcism on a possessed guy who turns out to be Frenchie, by the way. Right. And uh, he looks Lorraine in the eyes and she, you know, starts crying and stuff. And she says that what she saw was um, her husband dying at the hands of this evil nun demon. Mm. So that was a really nice throwback. So it kind of, it works as a prequel, all right. It's all right. Um, I will say that I don't think everything that you see in the Conjuring films needs a, its own film. Like Annabelle. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I mean, this was 100% better than Annabelle, for sure. Annabelle was shit. After seeing this, do you think they could continue The Conjuring from this point onwards now that we've seen the backstory of this demon that Lorraine has seen kill Edward in her visions? Do you think that's going to have some sort of closure to it? Some sort of ending? No, they'll milk that cow for as long as it's got milk. Yeah, they're going to milk it. Yeah, they're going to milk it. Because I reckon they could do a Conjuring 3 where they actually do kill off Ed. I mean, they'd probably milk their way out of it. Yeah. Like, they'll he's find dead, some easy solution. Yeah. Like, we can bring him back. He's in the ghost world kind of thing. We'll get the Dragon Balls! Mm. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> there was one other part I found very scary. Maybe you did as well. Sorry to... Um, there's a moment where she... the Sister Irene is lying in bed because she has to stay the night. The gate has closed. They won't open again. She has a scary vision, wakes up, and there is a nun crying and kind of praying in her room rocking backwards and forwards and you can only see her back as she gets up and walks towards her the fucking cross on her bed turns upside down and it's not, just... not very noticeably though this is subtle yeah it was subtle I, do, I mean if I'd have knocked you and gone look would you have seen it <laughs> um, no I wouldn't have yeah. I didn't see it until you pointed it out you're like the cross is upside down I was like shit something's gonna happen yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched the cross move as well and I was I got a cold feeling like oh my god it was not nice and then she drops she like kind of makes a crack sound and she drops the beads and they go everywhere and you're like why why damn Catholics and their prayer beads do you know what I mean <laughs> that was another thing that I really liked about the film I liked some of the symbolism in the film like you've got a lot of religious symbolism naturally because it's very much good versus evil this film Mm. and then there was a lot of subtle nods to previous films like there's a lot of moments where whenever they're sitting around tables or in the convent and stuff you see sets of candles in freeze and um, in The Conjuring they were very adamant that sets of freeze represent the Holy Trinity blah 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 the Father, the Son and the Holy Holy Ghost that's right and whenever you see these candles there's only either one or two of them lit not all three of them which I thought was a very sort of nice subtle sign that God it's not, not completely here. holy. Yeah. Like this is this is not a holy place that you want to be in. Which is why they were there. The, the nun and the priest were only there really to determine if that was still a holy place. Mm. So I liked all the really subtle imagery like that. Mm. Um, I feel like all of the atmospheric stuff really builds on the film and makes it a pretty good horror film. Mm. Right, and now we move on yeah. to ratings. Tom, what would you give this film? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You like The Conjuring, right? I did like The Conjuring. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's worth seeing. We should watch that. it. I want to see it. I've also got The Conjuring 2. 
Mm. We should watch it at some point then. We should definitely watch it at some point. Ellie, what would you give this film? I would give it a seven because. Oh really? Yeah, because for wow. a horror film, it does what it's supposed to do. It booked me out. I had a good time. Um, I couldn't walk down that corridor. You could not walk down. That. The I couldn't, could I? You asked me to go do something, and I just stood in my room. I had to walk down the corridor, turn the light on, and walk back to the bedroom before you would do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ellie, I'm sorry. I was just—I don't know what it was. I was just like, "What's here in it?" It's just inviting unease. Like. <laughs> Just don't want to walk down that hallway and see those yellow eyes. Yeah, um, it's not happening. And like I said, there was there were moments in it that had me genuinely disturbed, horrified, and with a sense of we're all gonna die. Mm. Sense of impending doom. Yeah, which is what a good horror film is supposed to do. The ending was a bit shoddy, in my opinion, but it was alright. I'll give it a seven. Nice. I go. I would give it a six Definitely. out of ten um, because it's not average. It's definitely above average. It's got. For a horror film, it's really good, actually. It's got Mm. good acting, a pretty generally decent plot and story, Mm. which is explained very nicely. It's not convoluted. You don't have moments where you're like, what? I don't get it. Yeah, a really good twist that also caught us off guard, which is when that happens, that's always nice. That's always really nice. (laughs) However, I was very let down by the ending Mm. because I didn't get it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand how you can show the demon going back into this rift and then show you how, how the demon has possessed someone i don't get it it's like they didn't choose the, I, I don't get it like, i get that maybe they he, <laughs> she possessed him when they were fighting but it's like you got sucked into the rift yeah you are gone you are not You're, possessing someone yeah and i also got let down because i didn't find it scary enough not as terrifying as the conjuring no i really liked the all the atmospheric parts and i thought those were good like the shadows moving like you said mm. seeing her down the corridor just like in the distance but I didn't like all the jump scary bits and I didn't like the the campy sort of evil nuns jumping at you like because mm. I just don't find it very scary I just don't thank you very much for listening if you'd like to get in touch with us you can tweet us at what's on underscore podcast you can email us at what's on podcast at outlook.com or you can just comment on whatever platform you can find us on let us know about the ending if we really are just missing something there because I, I genuinely am confused. Yeah, thoughts, comments, opinions. Yeah, please, please. Send them in. <laughs> no, I want to know. Like, I'm, I'm no, I get it. Stunned. I get it. I, I get don't it. know what to... Like, you you, you think... got sucked into the rift. You can't just be here and not be here. <laughs> yeah. Did you think it was better than a 6 slash 7 out of 10? Did you think it was worse? Let us know. Thank you very much for listening and we shall see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya.